The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for parental guidance. Hi there. This is Kimberly Billington, the creator and showrunner of Where the Leaves Fall Purple, which is about a university student, Ben Miller, who runs a failing true crime podcast. In an attempt to gain more listeners, he asks his best friend Janie Melnick if she'll go missing, aka fake her own disappearance, and he'll document finding her on his podcast. But the case goes from fictional to all too real, and now Ben's left to figure out what happened before it's too late. This is episode one, the story of Janie Melnick. Since we're a mystery thriller, we decided it's best to start you at the beginning. It's important to introduce you to the ensemble cast of characters and learn their world. We loved making this episode, and we hope you enjoy your listening experience and that you'll continue your journey with us even after these awards are over. Thank you for listening. Have you ever been involved in a crime? A kidnapping? Robbery? Cyberstalking? Murder. If so, give us a call on True For You with Andrea and Marty. Late night. Well... That was certainly a chilling story by one of our listeners about how her parakeet stopped a serial killer spree. Maybe I should get myself one of those. Hey, Marty? Oh, the secrets one of those birds could tell about you, Andrea. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to True For You, where we let you, our listeners, tell us your harrowing true crime tales. I've got goosebumps. I'm not sure how our next caller could top that last call. Well, Marty... Should we see who's on the line? Hello? You're on with Marty and Andrea on True For You. Hello? Are you there? Yes. Hello. Hi. Who are we talking to? Have you ever heard the story of Janie Melnick? Janie Melnick. It's not ringing any bells. Janie Mel. You mean the podcast girl. The podcast girl? Remember a few years back about that university kid who created a podcast about his friend? That girl who vanished. Everyone was talking about it, but he never finished it. The guy just dropped it before the end. Whole case was left unsolved. Wait. The one with what was his name? Brian? Bill? Ben. Ben something or other, right? Yeah, Ben. What if I told you I knew who did it? Ooh. You have a theory for us? It's not a theory, because I was there. Show me yours, I'll show you mine. Blinded by an alibi. Take control, don't need daylight. Just hide from all the lies falling from the sky. I told you one too many times to never trust who's by your side. Watch your back for the night by an November 2nd, 6.19pm, Brin's Bistro. The killer opened the back window and entered the house. He walked down the hall to Eileen Waters' room where she was asleep. She awoke to find the man on top of her. She managed to push him off her and run, but the killer struck Miss Waters in the back of the head with his gun. He then proceeded to strangle her before shooting her in the head. Six... Ben! What? Not everyone wants to hear about gruesome murders while they're having dinner. (sighs) Sorry. Sorry. Why aren't you recording at home? Ezra's setting up for his party tonight. And it's not like you ever have anyone in here. The food is terrible. He doesn't mean that... 
I told you you could come in here whenever, but can you please not scare my customers away? I kinda need those tips. This whole actor's life isn't really paying out just yet. <sighs> Fine, I'll tone down the crime stuff. Thank you. Oh, but before you go, what did you think of the last episode? It was... uh... well, the ending was... profound. You didn't like it. No, I did. I liked your take on the whole, it's not what you do, but how many people know you did it message, but maybe we shouldn't sympathize with the serial killer? Well, he was a troubled person. Yeah, but he killed eight people. Nine, actually, if you count the one he confessed to but they never found. How many people have listened to it? Six. Well, that's two more than last week. Well, one of those streams was my mom, and she sent it to my aunt, who probably only got like two minutes in and skipped to the end just to tell my mom she listened. And I was two of them, and then you. Oh, and some random guy in Ohio. He even left a review. (laughs) That's great. I'm not so sure about that. Here. This is the greatest thing for my insomnia. This guy's so boring, he puts me to sleep in the first five minutes every time. (sighs) Hey, he still gave it four stars, so that's something. And everyone starts somewhere. Well, I I just thought I would be doing better by now. I'm eight episodes in. These things take time. It only takes one to hook people in, and you'll find your story. (sighs) I guess. Hey, don't give up. I believe in you. Oh, and you've actually got to order something to stay. Uh, my usual. Another Pepsi coming right up. You know, all that caffeine and sugar isn't good for you. Excuse me, miss. I'll be right there. November 2nd, 8.04 p.m., 3rd Avenue. You know, you didn't have to wait for me to finish work. Well, I had a lot of research to do for my next episode. Uh, besides, I didn't want you walking home alone in the dark. It's like 8 p.m. Yeah, well... Last time you closed, you called me in a panic thinking someone was following you. I was probably just paranoid after listening to your podcast. Just thinking about how that guy followed that girl all the way home and... What about last week when you saw that car drive by the cafe like six times? Red's a common color, right? Or in the library when... Ben, stop. (laughs) I talked to Daniel about it and he agrees. I'm probably just overreacting. Overreacting? Yeah, my imagination is getting the better of me. I'm making it up. Your boyfriend really said that to you? Well, not in those words. Well, then what words did he say? Stop. We're not doing this. Doing what? Look, I know you don't like Daniel, but he's not a bad guy. I never said that. You didn't have to. You know, things would be a lot easier if you two just got along. Janie? I'm so sick of this constant back-and-forth bickering. Janie... Why can't my best friend and boyfriend just like each other? Is that too much to ask for? Janie! What? Watch out! (laughs) (laughs) Daniel? Oh my god. You two should have seen the looks on your faces. That's so not funny. You could have killed us. Come on, babe. It's a joke. I was in control of the car the whole time. See? Not even close to you. (sighs) Ben? Are, Are you okay? I'm fine. I just got a little too acquainted with a branch. You're bleeding. I'm fine. It's just a scratch. He'll be fine. Little buddy's resilient. Right. Are you sure? Positive. (laughs) Daniel, what are you even doing here? I came to pick you up from work. 
I got off practice early, but I got there and you were already gone. Why didn't you text me? I know you've been kind of scared of the dark lately. Almost running over us totally helps that. What? Oh, nothing. Yeah, um, I thought you'd pick me up at my place later. I still have to get ready for Ezra's party and shower and, you know. I'll call next time, okay? Sorry. I just wanted to surprise my girl. It's okay. I guess it's the thought, right? Can I still give you a ride? Uh, what about Ben? We have to go pick up Veronica, and it's like the other direction, so... Uh, I'm gonna walk. I could really get some steps in, you know? Suit yourself. See you tonight? Uh, yeah, maybe. Okay, um, thanks for walking me home. (sighs) Oh, I hate that guy. November 2nd, 8.42 p.m., Ben and Ezra's apartment. Hello? Ezra? I could use a little help in here. Did you rob a party city or did a clown throw up in here? Too many streamers? It looks like the prom in Carrie. I thought this party was going to be low-key. It is, but Veronica reminded me it's also Wyatt's birthday. He hates parties, so naturally I had to throw him one. I even got a triple-layer ice cream cake. Isn't he lactose intolerant? Exactly! <laughs> I really don't understand you two. Oh, that's what happens when your ex also happens to be your best friend, and that so-called friend springs bringing his new girlfriend to your party over text. What happened to your arm? I got jumped by a bush. How? I wasn't paying attention. Uh, do we have any polysporn? Uh, first kitchen drawer on the left. Can you grab me some more tape while you're there? On it. So, who's all coming tonight, then? Uh, just the regulars. Uh, mostly the fine art kids, like 30 max. 30? There's no way we're fitting 30 people in here. Relax. People come and go. <sighs> I think I'm gonna go, then. Text me when it's over. Oh, come on. Janie will be there. Don't start. Daniel already wants to kill me. And the worst part is, I think he could. Hey, maybe you'd have an interesting episode for your podcast. Then again, you'd be dead, so... (laughs) And if this whole making movies thing doesn't work out for you, maybe you should become a comedian. I'm just saying. It would be a better story than what you're telling now. I thought you liked my podcast. I do, but you basically just regurgitate episodes of Dateline without the exclusives. Been there, heard that. And you have a better idea? Embellish a little. Add your own theories, you know, spice it up. I'm a journalist. I report the truth. Fiction is the lie through which we tell the truth. Perfect. These streamers are the best $30 I've ever spent. Now, be a dear and help me with the snacks. November 2nd, 9.05 p.m. Daniel's car. You know, you don't have to be such an asshole to Ben. I'm not an asshole to him. Give me one example. He was just trying to walk me home, like a good friend. I don't trust that guy. He's got that weird serial killer fetish. Getting you alone, at night, unassuming. Who knows what he could pull? Ben's my best friend. He's been with me since my first day here. I trust him, and it would be nice if you trusted me. Trust you about what? These fake stalkers he's planted in your head with his stupid little podcast? Hey, guys. Hi. Hello, Veronica. Everyone ready to party? Okay. 
Love this song. Do you guys love this song? It's fine. Okay, what am I walking into? Daniel doesn't think I should be hanging out with Ben. I didn't. But I think I should be able to hang out alone with my friends. What do you think, Ronnie? She doesn't have to. I think he's right. Ben's obviously got a heart on for you. And he's kind of creepy. He gives me like weird kid in the back of the class vibes. See? Listen to Veronica. I'm not the only one who sees it. (laughs) Just drive. I promised Ezra we'd get there before Wyatt so he doesn't have to make small talk with Wyatt's new girlfriend. November 2nd, 9.25 p.m. Ben and Ezra's apartment. Bonsoir, mes amis. So glad you made it. Hey, Ezra. Wow, you uh, really went all out. (laughs) Why have a party unless you're going to really have a party? Now, snacks are in the kitchen and drinks are in the bathtub. Oh, and coats go in Ben's room so he doesn't hide in there all night like a loser. Here, I'll take your coat, babe. He's just going to go snoop in there, isn't he? I'm going to make sure he doesn't. So, is Wyatt here yet? You got here in the nick of time. Now you can man the door so that I don't have to be the first one to see him when he gets here. Can't you two just be civil? <laughs> Look who's talking. You don't have to be best friends with your ex. When was the last time you talked to her? Okay, yeah, we aren't friends, but you and Wyatt are, so get over it. Yeah, thanks for that advice. Ezra, don't <sighs> walk away from me. November 2nd, 9.30 p.m., Ben's bedroom. Weirdo has missing people's posters all over his walls. Who owns this many file folders? Maps of the Night Stalker's victims, court transcripts. Missing persons posters linked to Smiley Face Killer. That's twisted. Shit. What have you got there? Oh. <sighs> Damn it. Mm-hmm. You scared me. Not so fun when I do it, is it? What's that supposed to mean? What are you doing in here? Putting your coat away. I've been standing in the doorway for a while, and it looked like you were going through Ben's things. Fine, you caught me. But all this stuff in here just proves my point. He's got a picture of that black Dahlia girl beside his bed, Jane. And you've got a half-naked poster of Misty Mae Trainer beside yours. Everyone has their thing. Their thing? This thing is demented. Babe, you see the good in people too much. Ben's even gotten you paranoid about stalkers. It's irrational. Irrational. Right. You know what's irrational? Looking through my best friend's room because for some odd reason you're like threatened by him. Where are you going? To get some air. Put a coaster under there. Don't touch that. No one better throw up. Why did I let Ezra talk me into this? Oh, I hate people. Hey! Oh, sorry, Ben. Ezra, this is a disaster. People keep dropping shit on the floor, which means I'm gonna have to vacuum again this week, and Mrs. Melendez below us is gonna be pissed because she works night shifts, so we'll be waking her up. Someone just broke something in the kitchen, and I'm scared to look what? And why is everyone going into my room? I told them they could put their coats in there. Why couldn't they have put them in your room? Hey, everyone, Wyatt's here. Hey, guys. What, I, ow, what the hell? What are we hiding from? Shh, stay low. Leave it to you to show up late. Oh, and this must be Skylar. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. This place is amazing. Did 
Ezra do all this? Well, it is your birthday. Ezra, you are crushing my arm. Sorry. (sighs) You okay? I will be when I get a drink in my hand. Want to go up to the roof and do shots? But Wyatt just got here. Aren't you going to pull out the cake? The cake? Oh, I like the way you think. Come on, little buddy. November 2nd, 10, 15 p.m. Ben and Ezra's apartment complex rooftop. University is over in a few months, and I have nothing to show for it. I I thought this podcast would prove to people that I'm a good journalist. You know, I'm trying so damn hard, and it's like no one even cares. I care. Have you listened to a single episode? I listened to half the first one. (sighs) See, even my friends don't care. Guys? Oh, hey, Janie. Uh, uh... What are you you doing up here? What are you two doing up here? I've been looking everywhere for you. Eating Wyatt's birthday cake and getting drunk. Why? Why not? I thought you'd be down there having fun with Daniel. I think I'd rather wallow in self-pity with you two. Well, we're not... Well, actually, yeah, we definitely are. Want some? So, what are we venting about? My failing podcast. And my failing love life. Want to add my failing acting career and relationship? Daniel loves you. Yeah, well, he doesn't trust me. No, that's what ruined Wyatt and I. That, and he's scared of feelings. Just, I need a break. Do you ever wonder if anyone would care if you just vanished? What do you mean? Like if you ran away or, like, went missing. Are you going to... No, hell no. I... No one goes missing in Dodgewood. If someone did, everyone would talk about it, and and that's too much pressure. Everyone would talk about it. I wouldn't even mind that. And maybe I'd have a story. I'd be that girl at auditions that everyone already knows. Maybe I wouldn't have to play tree number three in every production. You're at least tree number two in my books. Aw. (laughs) (laughs) November 3rd, 10.13 a.m. Brin's Bistro. Janie! My head's killing me from last night. About last night. I had an epiphany. I think it may solve all our problems. Oh, yeah? Where's this magic potion? I need you to go missing. So let me get this straight. It was a hoax? Ben and this Ezra guy got Janie to just run away? If it ended there, I wouldn't have called you. The story gets weirder. And if you thought a constructed case was odd... Just wait until you hear the rest of the plan. So, shall we continue? You just listened to episode one of Where the Leafs Fall Purple. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Kimberly Billington, the creator and showrunner of this audio drama. We really appreciate you tuning into our first ever episode. Where the Leafs Fall Purple is brought to you by Beautiful Happy Productions. Executive producers on the show are Kimberly Billington and Jamila Joy DeJesus. Our assistant producer is Ashley Burns. Sound design and audio engineering is done by Tyler Gillis at Aftertouch Audio. Where the Least Fall Purple, Episode 1, The Story of Janie Melnick, was written and directed by Kimberly Billington. In this episode, you heard the voice talents of Corey Hendricks as Ben Miller, Kimberly Billington as Janie Melnick, Benjamin Stevens as Daniel Loggins, Aaron Johnson as Ezra Hansen, Ashley Burns as Veronica Barrow, 
Godfrey Cook as Wyatt Perth, Zoe Marie Welch as Skylar Hayes, and Tanya Keller and Vincent Ross as Andrea and Marty. Additional voices were done by Tyler Gillis and Kyle Billington. Our theme song was written and performed by Zoe Marie Welch. This audio drama is supported by the UBCP Actras Ultra Low Budget Program. I want to give a special thank you to the Okanagan Screenwriters Guild and Angela Quinn Casting for their support in bringing this story to life. I'd also like to thank Chris and Gail Billington for letting the cast of the show take over their basement for the last year, and to Tyler Gillis and Matt Brown for constructing our audio booth. We hope you continue to listen and follow the show. Our journey is just beginning. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, we'd love if you left a review. Your support means a lot to us. If you have a couple extra dollars to spare, consider becoming a patron of the show on Patreon at Where the Least Fall Purple for exclusive perks. Want more content and behind the scenes fun? You can find us on social media at Where the Least Fall Purple on Instagram and Facebook and WTLFP underscore podcast on Twitter. You can also visit our website at www.wtlfp.com. Thank you again for listening. We hope to see you very soon in episode two. Have a great and safe week.